Righto. I'm in. How you doing? Yeah, I'm right. How are you? Oh, fucking fan-dabby-tastic, mate. Fan-dabby-tastic. Fan-dabby-dozies. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. living life on the Costa del home. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, I've cut my own hair. <laughs> what does that look like? Uh, Just the thought of it. <laughs> uh, I look a bit like Ed the Duck. <laughs> Do you have a tuft on top of your head? Yeah, well, because obviously normally I just shave all my hair off. Uh, well, yeah. mate, I go to a barber and he shaves my hair. But um, and I, I could I could 100% just shave all my hair off. But um, I, I normally don't have the guts to grow my hair because I'm thinning on top. So I just thought, fuck it, I'm going to grow it for as long as we're stuck in this pit of hell and then I'll um <laughs> I'll book an appointment as soon as we're done. Um so yeah, so I've cut my own hair. Um I've washed Excellent. my hands so much that they're starting to fall apart because they're yep, so fucking they? dry. Um <laughs> what else? Um And I'm still growing my mustache out. I'm trying to get the, the curls on the ends. It's nearly there. Yeah, I mean, I haven't shaved my face for probably uh, four weeks. It's like a tenure upside down user as a mop. Yeah, so my <laughs> bit, I'm very hissute at the moment. Um, <laughs> very wood, woodman. Yeah, yeah it's, it's an interesting look, I have to say. But um, one thing that um, has come out of all of this kind of uh, lockdown-y stuff is um, obviously I've been checking in with my parents a little bit more. Yes. Um, and I speak to my dad quite regularly anyway. My mm. mum's a little bit more sporadic um, just because, I mean, she works and my dad doesn't. My dad's retired. But um, yeah, she's, you know, we've been chatting and she's been a chatty Cathy, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> I know everything about her job and... Uh, and everyone in it. And all the it, Karens. Yeah, all the Karens, all the Lindas, all, the, all that <laughs> nonsense. But... I get, and you'll appreciate this, right? And I've been I've been really kind of tumultuously trying to decide whether to tell this story on the pod. Um because at the core the story is not funny, but the way it was okay. presented to me I think is absolutely fucking hilarious and I'll explain. So I get a voicemail from my mum saying and you know how this has been on might have even been on the first ever hate list when someone yeah. leaves a voicemail for you with no context. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And it's just like, call me. Yeah. It's like, okay, can you You're tell like, fucking me? Hell, dying. Yeah, right. So the, the the voicemail I get is about six seconds long and she says, mm. This is I'll try and do her tone justice. <laughs> Ryan, um, can you call me when you get a second, please? Thanks. Oh, fucking hell. That's so I'm just like... Family oh, members have died. Fuck. Especially at this moment in time, you know, in the midst yeah. of COVID hell, you think, oh, fuck. So anyway, I was uh, about 10 minutes later, 15 minutes max, is, you know, I had my phone on silent or whatever. I give her a call back. Yeah. I went, hi, mum. Yeah, I got your voicemail. Is everything okay? And she went, Brian died. <laughs> and I responded <laughs> with... Who the fuck is Brian? <laughs> like who? The, I don't know. And I'm going through Brian, Brian. Who? Who the fuck's Brian? Does she mean me? Is she? Is she losing her mind? 
So who, who is who is Brian? My auntie's cat. <laughs> now. No, I'm sorry. Obviously, that's not very funny. No, of course it's not. But this is the <laughs> this is what I'm saying, listeners. At no point am I trying to say that the death of my auntie's cat is funny because it's not. But the way it's it was sad. delivered to me. So I said, "Who the fuck is Brian?" She said, "But you know, it's it's your auntie's cat." And I was like, "Oh!" And the first thing that went into my mind was, "I didn't even know she had a cat." <laughs> like I have no recollection of this cat at How long all. She had a cat? Seventeen years. <laughs> Never heard of it. Never. I've I've it. Not, you know, I don't really see my auntie very often, but like, as you know, we don't really see our aunties that much. You know, it's not part of our daily no. routine. But I had no idea. So I was like, I said to him, I was like, fuck, I'd, I didn't even know she had a cat. Yeah, you know, you remember Brian. I was like, no, I don't. But oh my I God, that's, remember Brian. <laughs> that's, that's really sad. Now, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the pod before. I might have done. But mm. my mum has an interesting relationship with death. And I think it's, the only way I would categorize it is she kind of really feels the pain of death, even okay. if it's someone that she doesn't even fucking know. Like she's always got to tell me that someone has died. Right. And I'm like, but I don't even know who this person is. You know, I thought you'd want to know. Like, why would I want to know? But fine. <laughs> I get it. I'm there for her if she needs to vent and all that. But anyway. Yeah. So she says, yeah, it was particularly traumatic. And I said, oh, how come? And she said, because he was eaten by a fox. Oh, what? And I was like, what do you mean he was eaten by a fox? Like, foxes don't just roll up to cats and eat them. No. Um, so from what my auntie could piece together, she came out in the morning and Brian's kind of lying on the driveway essentially being half eaten now my Jesus. immediate thing was well he's obviously died in the and night the fox has come along like Ow. right absolutely and again i i want to make it very clear i am not i don't find that funny it's not funny it's fucking hideous but what i did was i sent my auntie a text message just to say um, you know, mum told me about what happened. I just wanted to send my love and condolences to you and to my uncle. I hope you're okay. Now, yeah. bearing in mind, I don't really talk to my auntie that regularly. She's awesome, but we don't really chat that often. Yeah. And when it, yeah. someone sends you a condolence text message because your cat has just died you would normally respond by simply saying, thank you so much, it means a lot, we're doing okay, it's sad. Yeah. But what Gee. I received... <laughs> now think about, think about this, right? Think about how stressful this time is for all of us. Think yeah. about how important it is to try and stay positive. <laughs> and I received yeah. this text message. It was awful. <laughs> Bad enough that he died, but seeing that bits of him had been eaten was awful. We are both okay. Uh, um, Uncle and I very tearful. I just can't get the image out of my head, but I know it will go. Thank you for your kind thoughts. Jesus. Now, look, I am not trying to mock my auntie. I'm not trying to mock my mum. I'm not trying to mock the death of a cat. 
And this is why I was in so much turmoil about actually telling this story on the podcast. But I've got mm. a piece of advice to the listeners. Yeah. If something, a pet, in your family dies in a yeah. horrendous way, you don't need to recount in detail <laughs> what happened. <laughs> Just say thanks and leave it at that. Yeah. I don't enough. need a visceral retelling of how a cat that I didn't even know fucking existed <laughs> got fucking annihilated by a fox. I read that and I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to say about that? Like, oh, oh, I bet he enjoyed being a fox fondue. Yes, yeah, sorry your cat got <laughs> eviscerated by a fox. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, that's awful. I know, Poor man. Cat. I know. Poor everyone. I mean, apart from the fox. Fuck the fox. <laughs> Episode 46. Episode 46. You sniggering at me. <laughs> I don't, I don't, you know what? <laughs> I just... Literally nothing. I was just... I'm staring at my wall. <laughs> I just started laughing at how... Like, what I started laughing at is the fact that I've got all the lights off where on my desk where I record and the desk yeah. looks like a fucking spaceship. <laughs> like the recording desk looks like a spaceship and if I was thinking if off. anyone looked through the window of my flat and saw me I think what the fuck is he doing <laughs> and I'd say recording a podcast sir that's what I'm doing <laughs> yes so um yeah how the fuck I you mean doing? that's about all the thi- all we are doing really well that's mm. a lie actually I've been watching some more TV okay I have caught up I have Go completed on. the Tiger King <gasps> the Tiger King is complete it is complete. I'm now up to date on it. I've just so, got a little thing for you, just to thank you. So, ah, ah, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. You're, You're welcome. welcome. <laughs> um, so, my first response, I think, would be... F- well, f- firstly, spoilers, because we're about to talk about it. Yes, yeah, listeners, if you haven't watched The Tiger King yet on Netflix... Um, Sorry, you're going to want to skip about three to four minutes, because oh, it's about to go down. Yeah, so I'm going <laughs> to give you one, two... Fuck Carol Baskin is what I'm going to uh, say. Fuck her Carol her stupid Baskin. Hello Cool Cats and Kittens fucking face. I mean... If but, ever I've seen mm. a murderous woman, oh, 100%. she is it. One hundred percent, dead behind the eyes, mm-hmm. and she's got. Her husband that. wants to leave, and then just magically disappears. Yeah, yeah, like, I, yeah. I think what's been then? lost, though, because I agree with you. I mean, she one hundred percent killed her husband. One hundred percent fed him to the tigers. But yes, people because Joe Exotic is one hundred percent the most preposterous man that any of us have ever heard (laughs) of or seen, right? Yes. We kind of move away from the fact that he's also a massive prick. Yes. Like, he is a prick. He's funny and and is ridiculous, but I disagree with pretty much everything that he stands for. He's got an unbelievable amount of charisma. He is very charismatic, yeah, very He's watchable. He's extremely likable, and you want him to do well. Yeah. But he continuously 
disappoints you. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like, like he wakes up in the morning and he's just like, "I'm going to do this. I'm going to do. I'm going to do yeah. this thing." And he just does it and doesn't give a shit about so, anything. Right, so right. So if you've not seen it and you're still here, yeah, and you're still on. listening. So the story of Tiger King basically follows a guy called Joe Exotic who owns a big backyard zoo for the tigers. Throughout the story of one chap learning about him, he started to document his existence from the very beginning. Yes. Basically, what transpires is an unbelievable sequence of events in which Joe Exotic goes from backyard zookeeper to potential presidential candidate. (laughs) (laughs) And the man is just an outrageous sample of humanity. Yeah, he really is. What I think is so interesting about the documentary is the fact that the guy who was making it essentially went to make a documentary about people something who, else uh, yeah people who own exotic pets and yeah. that whole thing would be you know he he just completely looked oh, out completely he did, didn't yeah, he, yeah he just happened across this guy Joe Exotic and it was just unbelievable. Yeah, it's a, it's a documentary maker's dream to really have is. come across that. But see, the thing the thing I wanted to kind of talk to you about is, obviously, it was r- widely reported to be um, the biggest show, like the, the biggest opening weekend of a show that Netflix have ever had. Um, yeah. Something like 18 million streams in the first weekend. Now... obviously with lockdown and all that kind of stuff it's it's not that much of a surprise that that's the case but netflix have obviously wanted to to cash in on the tiger king hype and i was very excited after i finished watching it to find out that they were going to release a new episode i was extremely excited about this i thought oh wow because it's i was ready for they made this point about the fact that it was kind of in keeping with the time right now so it was happening right now yeah so boom monday comes oh here we go turn it on and what do we a, get? It's a fucking like <laughs> Zoom meeting with a bunch of the people from it and the bloke who used to be in community interviewing them. Yeah, so random celebrity fan of the program sat, sat on making his video bed. calls to characters you don't want to hear from. It, I was just like, are you fucking serious? Uh, it's not. A, it's not a documentary. It's not an add-on. It's not more footage. It's no more of the story. It's one of the biggest grabs yeah i've ever seen in my yeah. life i was I absolutely three minutes yeah and walked out i, I like, no, yeah. this is shit. I, I had it on probably the same if not slightly less time than that and i was just like i am i'm what yeah. the fuck it's a is happening it, because it because it i know it sounds you know look this is not a life-changing televisual <laughs> thing it's not some Experience. fucking man on the moon <laughs> but you know like at the moment we need a bit of joy in our fucking lives and just seeing them desecrate the whole, like everything good about that show has been undone because Netflix were like, well, we can cash in on this. And it just feels like these streaming platforms and these kinds of things that are out there get so much wrong. Yeah. 
That yeah, we've yeah, talked they, last. They think they're doing the right thing. Yeah, we talked last episode about some of the absolute shambles that's happening on TV at the moment with the yeah. fact that no one can be anywhere. Like, have I got news for you? With no one in a studio, with no <laughs> audience, it's like there's only so much of fucking Ian Hisop's wattle that I can handle. <laughs> Seeing it on a fucking screen is too much. So, yeah, I, I was absolutely furious about it. I mean, again, just in summation, like the program, it's it's fairly dead, you know, brain dead viewing. Mm. You can stick it on, but mm. it it's such a uh, a pocket of the real world, and it's all these twists and turns. And there's some not very nice people in there doing some not very nice things. Mm. Uh, and you know, and but the one thing I will say about it is that by the end, you forget there's any tigers involved. Yeah, which is both a both kind of funny and also terrible because yeah. you completely forget. I mean, when you when you look at it and you break it down into kind of facts, the main kind of central focus for the show is a a a polyamorous or polygamous gay redneck gun toting zookeeper who's yeah. a, a country and western singer who blows shit up all the time and has a an eyebrow piercing which is clinging on for it's dear infuriating. life. <laughs> it is absolutely... But more than anything else, I noticed that... With a mullet. Of all those things, he's incredibly insecure. Oh my God, of course he is. And he just wants to be loved. Like we all do. But he tries so hard, he will do it by any means necessary. Yeah. And what like, like the the, the two um to me to my mind the, the most sane person in the whole show is a dude that's got no fucking legs. <laughs> yeah, like he's the one. <laughs> you see him in his little van eating a shit sandwich. You think, oh mate, like you've been seen off because you're just a nice guy. And he was just annoyed about everyone. He was yeah. like, this guy's a dick. This guy's a dick. They're a dick. And what have I got left for it? Nothing. It's but, like brilliant. <laughs> but did you notice? You know the guy who took over his campaign, right? Did you notice what happened within like the first shot when he spoke to the camera and then he did something? Do you remember what he did? Did he do? No. He takes a puff of a vape. Oh, right, okay. He He says something... The camera's like facing on the side. He inhales <laughs> on his vape and, and goes. <laughs> and for about eight seconds, you're basically just watching the bloke coughing because he can't handle the vape. And I was just like, he, that is, you know, the scene right towards the end where that fat bloke with a shit hair is on Come. a jet ski for about 40 seconds. That's hilarious. Like, why is that there? What? He's obviously just said, like, come out to the bay and film me, because I think it'd be look quite good. Yeah, I'll look cool. Documentary like, guy's gone, yeah, I need B-roll. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a jacket potato ride a fucking jet ski before. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's so bonkers. Yeah, if you've not seen it, watch it. It's brilliant. But yeah. also, mm. I've got one more recommendation for you that I've started watching. Holy shit, okay. Called Wild Wild Country. I've seen it. You've seen it. I've watched the whole thing, baby. So you know what I'm talking about. I do. Excellent. 
So, in summary, <laughs> uh, Indian, not quite religious leader, but mm. definitely cult, cult leader, yeah. gathers hippies in the 60s and 70s, mm-hmm. makes them do mad meditation shit, yep. up sticks and moves them all to America, tries to build city, shit goes wrong. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is essentially what happens. And what? absolutely captivating viewing it is so fun that's the thing man i mean when netflix gets it right or any of these services some of the documentaries on there are like we said it i think we might have said it last time we're living in the golden age of tv like there is some absolute there's one that's just come on there called uh something like how to fix a drug scandal or something like that and I started watching that and it was quite late and I was quite tired um and I was just like holy shit there's so much going on I can't fucking concentrate my brain is melting yeah and things like how don't fuck with cats and these kinds of yeah these kinds of documentaries but I think I think that the thing is and I think why listeners we wanted to talk about it a bit is because what else are we doing at the moment? Like this is <laughs> the perfect time to binge TV. Yeah, catch up on TV. I've got forty-seven Marvel movies to get through, so I'm yeah starting at the beginning with the very first one. I did think Iron about Man, it, but... and then I realised <laughs> that I despise the Marvel universe. So I thought, fuck it. Yeah, I've got time to kill. As have you, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Hence why you're here. Yeah, and and do keep this. We're plugging ourselves, but do keep checking out the uh, Instagram because we're doing a little thing called the uh, the Babble Vault, where we're recommending things you might have missed from our back catalogue, um, yep. as well as producing new content to say, keep the, the keep the wind in your sales during this lockdown keep the sanity in your keep mind the sun on your face and keep the uh, blood in your private parts and uh, yeah absolutely <laughs> if if you if the government has ever given you an erection or made you sexually aroused please do let them know <laughs> at babblement pod at sexual babble dot net <laughs> mate that is gotta be our website sexualbabble.net don't go to that website I don't know what you're gonna say it could be anything do it listeners do it <laughs> how are you enjoying the quarantine Alex yeah, that's all right. Not too bad. I got myself a little quarantine project from the go. Oh, yeah. So that's that? good. Got a, um, a van. Bought a van the other day. You bought a van? Yeah, it's the 21-year-old Citroen Relay. Oh, my God. It used, to, it used to be a Scout mini. It's a minibus. It's not just a van. It's a fucking ex-Scout <laughs> minibus. Mini <laughs> yeah, ex-Scout minibus. <laughs> Wow, okay. Didn't you say that you thought there was a bird in there? No, well, there has been. The bloke must have had it locked up, I don't know, out in his garden for years because I need loud nesting in there because I found cracked eggs, feathers and bird shit everywhere. (laughs) You didn't tell me about the cracked eggs. No. Maybe he just really liked omelettes. Maybe, but it doesn't count as a bird turd, does it? Um, That's true. So, yeah, I spent the past few days just cleaning it. Thoroughly. Mm. So yeah, it's good. 
How's that? So what's the end? What's the end game? What's the what's the final plan? Oh right, well camper conversion. Ah, nice. Okay, bed. Yeah. Cooking yeah, area. Bed, of course, he's going to have a bed in there. Pull out yeah, mostly TV. just bed. Don't want to, you don't need to cook in it. I got a <laughs> camping stove, so I'll just do that outside. Get an awning, do it under that. It's basically just an old scout van with a dirty mattress thrown in the back. Broken bed, cow print, covers. Yeah. No, I'm, get, well, I'm actually looking on eBay for um, a uh, orange shag pile carpet to uh, do <laughs> oh, the inside yeah. out. Like that. Yeah. It's basically, he's just bought a sex van. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> so he doesn't have to go. So he doesn't have to go into the woods now. Cheap hotels. Exactly. No, still going to the woods. Did I tell you about that, Lee? About him, <laughs> still going his, to the woods. his escapades in the woods. What do you mean, his escapades in the woods? He was. He. I can't remember. Was it the same lady? Yeah. Yeah. So you kept. I could actually. You know what? I can't even remember. You kept going, she kept like, they kept hooking up and like going well, into... Basically, we had, we struck a deal. Right. And that deal was, um, she would message me, um, within five minutes, ten minutes, she lived just down the road, I'd jump in my car. Um, well, that makes it sound like I was really eager. I just get, get in my car casually. Um, <laughs> the jump it. He didn't, he didn't jump. Slid into sort of the car, got my the car normally. And then uh, pick her up. She lived down the road. And then she would just like say a place. I'd take her there and like eat her out there. <laughs> not eat out with her. Just no. only one. Only no, one not, not a drive through. Dinner for one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, eat her and, then, um, and then I'll just keep going until she told me to stop. Okay. And what, just drive her home again? <laughs> yeah, then drive her home. Well, I'll listen to the radio a bit first, then drive her home, drive her off. Did you talk to each other? Yeah, a bit. But not much. She wasn't much of a conversationalist, so. Oh, okay. Just a kind of lingual list. Yeah, I'll just be like, where to? I'll just be like, where to? And she'd be like, um, for, Forrester Bear. <laughs> and then you just go for a nice scenic bit of rug munch. Yeah, ch- chowing down. <laughs> just a bit of nice bit of chow. <laughs> yeah. Did she reciprocate? Well, yeah, then it got to the point where she was like, ah, oh, let me do you too. And I was like, no, this is the thing. I just want to do it to you. And then basically in the end, we did end up having sex, but then then sort of magic was ruined. Because I don't know, it's some sort of, not a fantasy, but it's some sort of weird thing where it's like, I pick you up, I service you, I drop you home, and that's it. But then she wanted to do more and just make it normal. And like, that ruined, like it. It ruined it. Like the RAC. Yeah. She wanted yeah. to take a dick and it just ruined everything. Exactly, it's weird, isn't it? But <laughs> yes, I wasn't really interested weird. in that. I just, I've never I just heard wanted it. to keep it like that. Yeah, but lest we forget that you were the man who genuinely thought about offering a kind of quasi gigolo cunnilingus service. Well, I needed service. money. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, Alex. I mean, adult work. Mate, who yeah, wouldn't yeah. pay for that? Imagine if the women did the same thing. I drive to your house, pick you up, give you a blowy, drop you back home. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you can't really argue with the. The well, business mechanics there. But I mean, well, 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 I've got a couple of things there. <laughs> firstly, firstly, Usually you that have to be driving does, the car. That does up. exist. 
and they're called prostitutes or sex workers. Oh, so it's the having the own car bit that's important. It's the full yeah. service. So it's, it's like an the, Uber, it's, it's, it's Uber with blowjobs. <laughs> Uber Eats. <laughs> 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 Alex came up with it years ago. There you yeah, go. Oh, fucking good. hell, you can have that one for free. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Seagulls. <laughs> fucking cunts, aren't they? And do you know what? Throughout this whole thing, I thought, do you know what? Although this pandemic is quite bad, yeah. At least, uh-huh. on the sunny side, the seagull seems to have chilled out a bit and stepped back. They don't want anything to do with us. Just be glad that you don't live in remote Scottish islands. No, not anymore. No, up in the Orkneys. Yeah. There is a, I can't remember the name of the island specifically, but there has been video footage of a seagull eating an adult rabbit <laughs> and I don't mean it picking at a fucking body on the floor this fucker goes into the rabbit hole, grabs the rabbit, comes out and gullets the motherfucker like it's Sunday lunch like, in, like it's deep throwing deep throating fucking thumper, just gets it done done, gone It's I'm horrified what's next? Toddlers toddlers are next, dogs Cats, nothing safe. Anything small. Firstly, Watership Down would have been a very different film. <laughs> and book, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, secondly, there was a... <clears throat> I think it might have actually been in Brighton. Um, but there was a... Um, there was a, a small kind of chihuahua type dog that got lifted by a seagull. Yes, we covered it. We, did, we yeah, covered, I thought we did. We covered the chihuahua. Yeah, this is what I mean. So, but it, but that, was, that was more or less taken away. You see, all of these kind of coronavirus conspiracy people are not taking into account that, once again, maybe what the government are doing, if it is a conspiracy, is trying to steer our eyes away from the seagulls. Because let's face it, if if that is as plausible as any of this other fucking nonsense from absolute nonsense peddlers... That why, why, you know, they're just try- they, they don't want us to see the seagulls, man. No, this is it. And, you know, they certainly don't want you to see seagulls finishing off bloody rabbits in no time. Ah, sorry, it was Skoma Island on the Pembrokeshire coast. Okay. okay. I've solid that down. I may have got that wrong before. But what, what comes out of this story is one, keep your eyes on the sky. Mm, always. Two, do not go to Skoma Island if you like rabbits. No. Three, seagulls are the worst. They are. <laughs> seagulls are the Carol Baskin of the bird community. <laughs> they are. Fucking seagulls. <laughs> Damn me angry. That's one of my favourite ones for ages, man. (laughs) Making it out, keeping it different. Wow. 
That was right. unexpected. It's, uh, it's clearly mm. your game. Oh, is it? Okay. Um, <clears throat> I've got quite a few. Um, I'll try and be quick. Well, wow. I didn't see that coming. And I know, right? <laughs> Shock and horror. Um, my first one yep. relates to the fact that I have, for some unknown reason, I mean, it's because I've got nothing else to do, have <laughs> um, started re-watching The Vicar of Dibley. <laughs> How mad. Rewatching it as well. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See, great minds. Um and I was watching it, I was thinking, oh, this thing's really annoying me. Then I watched a couple of episodes of Alan Partridge and realised, oh my God, it really annoys me. And that is, canned laughter is the most off-putting, but I think the sort of mid to late 90s canned laughter yeah. is the worst canned laughter. With people in the back like, woo! Yeah, and it, because it's it also, it's in really, <laughs> some of it's in between jokes that are like 30 seconds no, sorry, not there. Three seconds, like joke. Three seconds of laughter, joke. Three seconds of laughter. It's like, oh, I fucking hate this. Um, <laughs> running out of sauce. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Like you, you've got a dinner which requires condiments, a particular yes. condiment, whether it's mayo, whether it's ketchup, whether it's BBQ, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Or even one of these kind of highfalutin ones, like mayo chap or something. You need you need some moisture. You need some moisture. You go to put it on your fucking dinner, and it's and it's not. There's nothing there. You're scraps of of the sauce. <laughs> now, in this situation, do you employ the remove lid and knife, mm. or the what I call the psychopathic axe wielder, where you start vigorously shaking the bottle towards the floor with the um, lid on to gather it all in the little end. bit of a little bit of b so <laughs> i do a bit of a, a bit of a vigor and then i i kind of splat but i don't do what my dad used to do which was put water in it oh good lord yeah yeah because that's what everyone wants their sources to be runnier that's exactly what we want isn't it yeah you spit fucking water in it um oh that's that's the devil what i would call lingering crisp aftertaste okay well so like a, you're talking like a cheese and onion possibly or you know a, a frazzle um a you know a monster munch a beef hula hoop is one of the worst for it um right I don't want to eat them anymore because when you do, it's all I can taste for the next week. And, you know... <laughs> the hint of beef. It's the yeah, kind of pungence hanging around. It's not worth it. Uh, my last entry is familial organisational complexity. Why is it, no matter who your family is, trying to organise anything is like the fucking imitation game. <laughs> like, you can't... <laughs> get it organized now luckily i don't really speak to anyone in my family so i don't really have to organize anything with all of them but i i have done and seeing other people's struggles as to try and get their family to commit something especially at the moment because it's like what the fuck else are you doing yeah you're not doing so anything why can't you just all be in the same place at the same time it's just <laughs> barbaric so that's me. That's me rid, rid of this, this week's hate. What about you? All right, well, my turn then. Mm. So I'm going to start off with dust and the need to clean it. <laughs> okay. Why does dust attract to everything of a colour which it would show up, mainly black? Mm -hmm. And why, after I've cleaned it once, is it not enough? 
Why do I need to return every 10 minutes or so to get the new layer of dust off because it looked so good to the first time? So what are you dusting, though? Give me an example. Like, the, you know, you've got your TV stand. So you've got right, your nice right, TVs right. on a nice black, flat TV stand. You clean it off. Yeah, that looks really nice. You walk out the room, you go do something else, you come back, dust has settled because it's attracted to the thing you cleaned it with for some fucking reason. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know what you mean. If you use those kind of like white surface wipes, um, you just end up kind of moving the dust around the surface. You just friction it up as well. And yeah, it, just it doesn't. It. Yeah, it. socks always. Celebrity sing alongs. Okay. Have you seen them? Uh, no. So you've got Gal Gadot and a load of other fucking celebrities sorry, who are bored. Sorry, clearly. sorry. What was that? Gal Gadot. Um, Who the fuck's Gal Gadot? <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce the last Gal name. Gal Gadot. Is it, is it Gadot? I think it is. Gal Gadot. Uh, that sounds like Ga- a galaxy. Gal Gadot. Who the fuck's that? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman? Yeah. Oh, oh what? The actor that plays Wonder Woman? Yes. In the, honestly, is, I have yes. never heard of that person before. I'm sure that's her name. If it's not, correct me. But okay. either way, no, I have no celebrities idea. who are clearly bored throughout the quarantine who have nothing better to do than right. sit around and record themselves singing things like Imagine by John Lennon. Oh shit. So that no, they okay. can I all saw, sing it yeah, together. I didn't see it, but I saw someone I saw people moaning. Oh just honestly, fuck off. You don't have to do anything if you're a celebrity. If if you're a celebrity in your particular medium, i.e. movie, TV, whatever, is on pause, just have a fucking holiday. I yeah. don't need to see you everywhere. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, I might. This might be contentious. Okay. But the eight p.m. clap for the NHS and the oh, oh, that is so, mate. We're going to lose some listeners. I don't care. Well, no, no. I want people to hear me out. Okay, go on. Whilst I understand the purpose of the clap, it is obviously to show our appreciation to the incredible key workers that are yes. putting themselves at risk every fucking day. Yeah. I don't feel like everyone gathering on Westminster Bridge Ah, in a fucking huddle Mm. to clap and potentially put themselves, the surrounding area, and the families of which these people return to at risk actually helps anybody. If you're at home hanging out your window, fine. But don't go outside. And all gather together like it's a fucking street party. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen, and it's fucking dumb. And it's a serious entry to the hate list, but I don't give a shit. I think it's fucking stupid. No, I think no. Look, I think you've caveated that wonderfully. That that example is absolutely true. Um, and yeah, it's it's absolutely preposterous that that the Westminster Bridge thing happened. I mean, as always, I was fairly cynical when the clapping thing started, and then I started because mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, one of my. If hate you want to help the NHS, stay home. Yeah. Do all the things that you're meant to be doing, keeping yourself clean and healthy, etc. And possibly, if you can, donate where possible to the NHS. Oh. And you just don't vote for the Tories. Maybe. Exactly. You know, don't yeah. don't do, just because Boris has gone. Oh fuck! I did promise three hundred and fifty million a week, but I will tell you what, we will do. Let's clap for them. Mm. No, sorry, no, not agreeing with. Anyway, moving on. Milk clots. 
<laughs> what? Now, I am very partial to a chocolate milkshake. What you mm. may or may not know is that the reason it says shake well before use is because the mixture used or the general consistency of a chocolate milkshake changes when it's been settled for a while. So what happens is you have the milk part rises and the whatever the flavour is part goes to the bottom and it gets a bit silty. What it might do is congeal. And if you don't shake it properly or if it's been sat for too long, you'll get a milk clot, essentially a big lump of cream. And when you're drinking a milkshake that's fluid and suddenly there's a very squishy, almost solid texture, oh, my God, it's like drinking a fucking egg yolk out of nowhere. It's disgusting. And lastly... (laughs) Okay. Taking you on a journey. Yeah, wow. When you're watching the Netflix program, Mm. And you want to watch the after credit scene and it decides to shrink it into a tiny corner and then skip it with 15 seconds to go. Yeah. No Netflix. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Bad, bad Netflix. Because by the second you realise to the second you pick up the remote and press it, it's too late. <laughs> like yes, that is gone. such a small window of opportunity for that. To and then you try and get place. it back. You, you go back to the program, you yeah. skip it all the way. You've got to go all the way back through with the episode you've just watched again, because you can't <laughs> actually get to that point because it doesn't count it as a watchable part program. Yeah. It's like, come on, man, you're messing with my chi. There's three <laughs> seconds that I desperately need to watch at the end of this. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, yeah. That's me. Done. Wow. Listeners, if you've got any hate or anything like that, do get in contact with us at Babblement Pod on Twitter and Instagram and babblementpod at gmail.com. Let's play. Are you fucking kidding me? So this uh, segment, this show, if my game show is called, are you fucking kidding me? Um, And (laughs) I noticed something um, by looking at Deliveroo. And Deliveroo have started making, or companies, shops, corner shops, small places have started making things available to be purchased and delivered on Deliveroo. And the rules of the game are, I'm going to tell you the name of a product. You're going to guess at how much it is on delivery for. And I'm going to tell you if you're wrong or not. (laughs) Let's play. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay, first up, we have (laughs) fresh 
iceberg lettuce. Normal retail right. price, 60p. What's it okay. going for, Lee? Deliveroo. Boom, 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 boom. I'm going to say £1.50. <laughs> Two pounds nah. fifty for a fresh iceberg. A fresh iceberg. For a fresh iceberg lettuce. Two pound fifty for a fucking lettuce. Um, fucking hell! All right, that's setting the stall out early. One small bottle of Hellman's mayonnaise normally retails around about two pounds. Oh, four pounds twenty. Oh, you're so close. £4.79. Fucking hell. 12, Twelve small eggs. Retail normally about what? 80p a pound? Okay. No, 12. Uh, let's go. say 120 normally. 120. I'm going to say 350. £5. Pounds. £5 pound eggs. Yep. Shit. Right. Obviously, I'm not going to read every single thing that is on here. Um, no. One small loaf of brown bread. Now, you know that it's going to be fucking happy shopper stuff, which normally retails about 30p. How much is a loaf of brown bread? Three pounds. Ding! Three pounds for a small loaf of brown bread. How much, Lee, for 500 grams of spreadable Lurpak? Uh, four forty. Seven pounds. Are you fucking shitting me? I Are you not. fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You said the thing on the game. <laughs> no, but I'm gonna because obviously I could go through. There's so much on here that's absolutely fucking ridiculous. However, Jesus Christ, the one that got me. How much for a tub? Of, I mean, we've called them previously on the pod salty beaks, um, but <laughs> an original tub of Pringles. You so know how much I love Pringles. At the moment, they're the big size, yeah. Just a normal tub of Pringles. At the moment, you can get them in Tesco for one pounds fifty. Lee, how much are Pringles on delivery right now? Three pound twenty p. Six pounds. <laughs> now I don't know about six you, but six pound. I love Pringles, right? But unless that tub of Pringles is going to fillet me, I am not paying <laughs> six fucking pounds for it. Absolutely not. Until next time, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> The end. Yes. The end of a wonderful experience. Mm. If my voice sounds somewhat claggier, it's because I was slightly trying to eat a Maltesers bar, which oh, contradicts my previous. Yeah, <clears throat> it's a lot claggier than I'd intended. Um, <laughs> but it kind of contradicts my previous statement about not eating shit. So maybe I'm just lying. I don't know. Maybe I'm lying to yeah. myself. Uh, maybe you are, but I can cheer you up. Oh, please do. 
because it's time for a list of shoddy superhero villains. Oh, man. This is becoming as staple. Let me just get my seat. Oh, hear a bit of noise there. <laughs> Shuffle around. It's becoming more staple than the hate list. I love it. Well, I've, I've mixed it up slightly this time, and I've gone for a less broad topic and more a specific superhero. So this time we're going for Spider-Man. Okay. So his shittest villains. Number 10, mm-hmm. The Spot. The Spot, okay. Um, the Spot. It's either an acne-riddled teenager <laughs> or it's a um, it's a dog from a popular children's <laughs> book. You're very close. Basically, a guy that looks like a human Dalmatian. Uh, <laughs> called The Spot, even Spider-Man laughed at him the first time he heard his name because he thought he was hilarious. He's covered in what? Are, do you remember um, who framed Roger Rabbit? That's yeah, a callback. Absolutely. The bit in the Acme, the bit with the Acme porthole where Bob Hoskins puts his hand in it and it comes out the other side, like in a different place, like a, a magical yeah. por- portal hole. This I've... is what this guy's covered in. Essentially, he throws them and then he can punch through the hole out of like a wall or the floor or whatever. Yeah. Spider-Man beat him by getting him to throw too many. The end. Brilliant. Number nine. Mm-hmm. Answer. <laughs> I reckon I've worked with Answer. It's one of those <laughs> fucking people that always have an answer for everything. You know the people, don't you? Those fucking um, Jobsworth, Paul Jobsworth, who's like, well, actually, it's, it's like, oh, you know what? No one cares. Works in IT. Always eating mug shots, those fucking cup of soup things. Am I close? Uh, uh, yeah, no, yes, no. Okay, go on, hit me. Basically, he can only conjure up powers that assist him in his current situation, therefore having the answer to everything. Hang on, but that's an amazing superpower. It is an amazing superpower, unless he doesn't, he isn't aware of the situation, <laughs> and then is defeated in stealth. <laughs> okay, right. So you basically just have to be real quiet, and he's fine. Yeah, oh, and right, he's fine. Okay. as long as he's not aware of what he needs. <laughs> I think fine. I was just thinking of the, of his powers more on a logistical level. Like you go for a shit, you haven't got any toilet paper. Oh damn! <laughs> toilet, toilet paper. paper. Right. That would be amazing. <laughs> but yeah, I see what you mean. Go on. White rabbit. Now, is this the same white rabbit from the last list? I think it is. Okay. So it's just yes, it's it a is. Lewis Carroll-esque type villain. It, yeah, it, it's the... She's dressed up like a bunny rabbit and yes. basically doesn't do much. She's just a woman dressed as a rabbit. Okay, yeah, so she's, that's fine. She's equally as shit as she was the first list, yeah. Okay. Exactly, yeah. Number seven, Slade. Slide. Um, Slide. I mean, I really hope that it's half, half man, half slide. Um, <laughs> that's what that I would wish. Be fantastic. Yeah. Just I actually like, think his story's better. <laughs> uh, go on. So, Jalome Beecher was a talented chemical engineer who invented a chemical coating which, when applied, removed any friction between that and any other object. 
God, his so sex life must have been made, terrible. He just made lube, yeah. He just, yeah, he just, he just covered himself lube. in lube. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I like him more. Oh, dear. Go on, hit me. Next up, Trapster. I think he's also been on the list. I can't remember him, actually, Trapster. Um, either, a, either a terrible he, rapper. Yeah, he was the glue guy. Trapster. No, he, he weaponized paste. And glue. Oh, okay. Yeah, basically, had a fucking glue gun. Oh, right. Okay, so he was just basically. He was also called Paste Pot Pete. Oh, how could? Well, if you'd led with that, of course <laughs> I would have remembered. Paste Pot Pete was in the last episode. Yeah, pa- I okay, love Paste so, Pot Pete. Moving past Paste Pot Pete. Moving past five, Paste Pot Pete. Yep. Kangaroo. Um, just a bloke who carries his child in his like belt like in his pants <laughs> that's a whole different kind of I mean, villain, I guess. that would be fucking brilliant yeah and just hops around just jumps around <laughs> no he was <laughs> half man half kangaroo i don't mean he was know. bitten by a radioactive kangaroo oh that's now so... he can leap like one was that it <laughs> he can leap around <laughs> number brilliant. four Plant man. Plant? Plant man. Plant man. It's just half man, half plant? <laughs> Any particular plant? I mean... <laughs> He's essentially just a bloke who climbed in a coconut tree and started hurling coconuts at Spider-Man. <laughs> That's, surely that should be coconut man, though, not plant man. That should be like, he's a bit of a dick, man. So he's, he's poison ivy, but you can just conjure up a coconut tree and lob fucking coconuts at you. That is great. Number three, big wheel. I mean, half man, half wheel. He just rolls around. He's, it's just a bloke on a penny farthing. <laughs> You're very close. Am I? He essentially is just a bloke that made a big monowheel that he could sit inside that had mounted machine guns on it. Uh, How was he defeated? He ran out of gas. Uh, <laughs> no. Number two. Yep. Tight face. Tight face? Type face. Type face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> half man, half <laughs> font? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Just a big comic sans Yeah, just around. a massive font. Oh my fucking god! Well, no, he was essentially just a man that got fired, went mental, became a criminal, and started drawing letters on his face representing negative emotions. Oh my <laughs> god! So he's just a nutter. Uh, uh, yeah, Tight I mean, face. Fuck. He managed. Spider-Man managed to hunt him down after following his giant graffitied letters. I mean, or he could have just looked for a bloke with loads of letters on his face. There's not that uh, many of them. Wow. So who's number one then? So number one of the lamest, mm. Leapfrog. I really <laughs> hope it's just a bloke who jumps over stuff. Leapfrog, Vincent Patillo, is what you get when you mix an above-average inventor and the Marvel Universe. <laughs> and a frog. <laughs> Uh, he he basically created himself the ability through a suit, a frog suit no less, to jump over six stories high. 
the end. He was defeated. By not by Spider-Man. Okay. No, no, no. He just quit because he struggled <laughs> to pay his rent. <laughs> He's just a bloke who's down on his luck. He just quit. I he got rebranded as Frogman and then fucking... decided to be a good guy. What a fucking cop-out. I mean, he's just, yeah, he jumped over he a couple of buildings. And and I, to like, be honest, you know I, at times I think that's what we've done. He's yeah, <laughs> try and be a supervillain and then just go, nah. So I think we should be like Frogman, just quit out, try and do some good. Okay, I think that's a good plan. We'll, we'll, we'll see what we can do. Fair enough. Goodbye. Bye.